welcome back to part two of Gray's Academy um, for new history. This is part two. Make sure you go back and listen to part one. We were on track and then wildly unhinged at the end there. So I and it, <laughs> it's been a, we spent the next like 15 minutes and it never got rehinged. Yeah, it was yeah, just we unhinged. We got more unhinged when we stopped recording and I almost fell out of my chair in a conversation. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My direct words were, I don't know how to continue being a human. So, um, but we're going to, we're going to wrap it. We're going to buckle our shit up and we're going to start with everyone's favorite segment, living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland. Thank you. We have three. Okay. Thank God. I was like, if you say in zero again, I'll be so pissed. No, I would have been mad. Um, so old professor guy. Yes. Uh, he was, I just watched the episode of house that he was in the other day. Oh, he was in an episode of house and he was like a bad guy. He was not a good mm. man. He okay. apparently was like a terrible person. I don't remember that one, but I believe um, you. Yeah. It was like season three, episode two or three, something like that. Mm. He plays an old guy who, uh, has cancer. Um, okay. So that's number one. I'm going to guess. Could it be Teddy? Mm-hmm. Teddy? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then last... The... The cardiac patient's mother. No, but that's a good guess. It was like a visitor in the... Um, in the clinic. Like an unnamed background person in the clinic. Ugh, damn yeah. it. All right. Um, Two for three. So Kim Raver plays Teddy Altman. This is kind of a spoiler, I guess, but she's in four episodes of Station 19. Um, as Teddy Altman, to clarify. Okay. <laughs> so so she's going to be in the show for a long fucking time. She's going to be in the show for a little while, at least. <sighs> what year did Station 19 come out? I have already decided that I will not be answering that question. Every time I say <laughs> something about Station 19, I'm like, I hope he doesn't ask me what year it starts, because I've already decided I'm not telling you what year it starts. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be 2013. Okay. If you, if, I'm, you're if you're right. listening, if you're listening and I'm right, don't tell me. I don't want, I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to look it up. So just don't, don't tell me. I can yeah. live in ignorance. That's fine. Um, also, man, so many people are like, Carmen is, Carmen is secretly reading or watching ahead and then pretending I'm like, you guys, first of all, he's very committed to the podcast. Second of all, like you guys are just giving him so much credit, like to his acting (laughs) ability. Like it's not, it wouldn't be that good. Like I can be a good actor, but I'm not, I'm not that good. I, I truly, truly like, I'm glad that we're, I'm glad that you said that I am. Mm -hmm. So not just committed to the podcast, but like Kelsey, I know that there is so much of our friendship riding on me, not (laughs) fucking this up. Well, yeah. And that's not to say like, if something happened, like with the Ted Lasso thing, or like if someone spoiled it for you, like I wouldn't be mad at you. No, 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 no. Like if you were like, Oh, I just like got on Netflix and watched season 19 of grace. I would be like, Okay, right now I'm mad. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't do that. I I've done a really good job at avoiding spoilers. And at mm. this point now it's a point of pride. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, yeah, fuck. I don't know what shit about this. So yeah. man, I feel good. Um, also 
I, I think Carmen genuinely is enjoying the experience of like watching these shows with no fucking clue what's going to happen next. Like yes. he's enjoying that, you know, like when you get to watch a new show, it's exciting. Yeah. So he's also enjoying that and he doesn't want to take that away from himself either. Yeah. Or you guys like when, when yeah. you, if you, any of you guys are watching and ultimately when Kelsey and I do our spinoff series <laughs> and we do psych, that's going to be so fun for me too. So anyways, all right. Who's this? Who's the dude or the other okay. Joel background Singer person? Joel Singer is the Singer. doctor. Doctor. Sorry. Sorry. Joel Gray is Dr. Singer. Sorry. Okay. Um, got it. And he was in one episode of private practice that you should have already seen. Um, hmm. it's in season two. Do okay. you remember it was, he was Pete's patient, Pete and Sam's patient. And he was also really old and like dying. And he was like, can you like euthanize me? Basically. Yes. And yes. They were like, no. And then he just did it to himself. Yes. Yeah. He was like, the, he lived in the Ooh, big sorry, home. That was a spoily. Ooh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Go back and then skip that. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. We're okay. still we're Sorry. still getting our wits about us. Yeah. Living in Shondaland should just be. You should just know at this point that it's going to be spoilers. <laughs> yeah. It's all Shondaland. Sorry. Um. So yeah, yeah. He has a big house. Um. Okay. Um. And then Jermaine Mazel Sims, which is an amazing name, mm. um, who played like the clinic visitor, um, was in two episodes of Private Practice. So. Mm. So Mazel Tov, Mazel Sims. That's Shondaland this week. I love it. So can I just start by, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of dictate here where we're going with the storyline. Go for it, please. Has Adele always been a giant fucking person or is she just never, or has she just never stood next to Bailey? Like I am shook. <laughs> they were standing next to each other and I literally wrote, hold on, let me, let me find this fucking note here. Um, when Adele shows up, uh, where is this note here? I said, Adele, hell yeah. And then I was like, wait, what the fuck? Has Adele always been this tall or have I never seen her stand next to Bailey? I don't think I was she's sh- necessarily so tall, but Bailey's so short. How tall is Chandra Wilson? Um, I'll give it a Google for you. Yeah, I can't look that up. Still but also, time. can you look up how, how tall the actress who plays Adele is? <laughs> She's got to be six foot seven. Chandra Wilson is five foot even. Okay. So she's as tall as Jessica for perspective for mm-hmm. us here. And for all of you listening at home, my wife is five foot even. She is. And also my mother is five foot even. No. Okay. Yes, she is. Wow. I thought she was taller than Jessica. Nope. They're the same. How tall is Loretta Devine? <laughs> Man, she is divine. She is. But she was she's, pissed. She's five seven. So she's yeah. like my height about. I'm five okay. six and a half. So we're like about the same height. I don't know so if it was just like the angle. Standing next to Jessica, but also Bailey probably had flats on and Adele probably had heels on. Yeah, she was like I like and I knew I knew Chandra was shorter, mm-hmm. but I was like, damn Adele, you are tall. How <laughs> tall so is Weber's How tall is Weber's character? Weber's character or the actor who plays <laughs> the the guy who plays Weber is five foot eleven, but he plays a man who's six foot nine. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing! How tall is the actor formerly known as Richard Weber, <laughs> chief of chief of surgery? James Pickens Jr. 
which is an amazing name, by the way. Um, wow, he's only 69 years old. Nice. <laughs> 69. Uh, he's six foot. Okay, how tall? Taller. How tall is? <laughs> how tall is Sloan? Six one. How tall is? I almost said Neil Patrick Harris. Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> five nine. How tall is wow, Alex five Karev? Nine. That's how He's, tall. That's how tall Michael is. Dang. So what I'm hearing is you married Patrick Dempsey and Jessica. Uh, well, I married Bailey, and she married Sloan. <laughs> yeah. And you're Adele! But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Wow. What a time. Okay, wait. What was your next question? How tall is Alex? Oh, I'm going to guess... Fun. I'm going to guess 5'11". Five, five oh, nailed it. Nice. 5'11". Okay. All right, so th- this is good. This puts perspective f- for everyone here. So seven inches between Adele and... Catherine Heigl is 5'9", just so you know. Oh, I knew she was a tall queen. Okay, now... Ellen wait, Pompeo how- is 5'7". Okay. <laughs> now I'm just going to the entire cast. I mean, mine, is, mine as well. And then Sandra O. Oh. That's the one I was typing. Good job. Five, seven. Oh, nope. That's Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra is five, six. Sam Queen. <laughs> Lindsay. Um, okay. Is there anyone else that we're missing? How about oh, Kate uh, Walsh? Kate Walsh. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's six. Five, nine. Dang. Five, okay. Wait, last one. George. J, J, T, J, R, J, T, R, Tolkien. T, R, Knight. T, R, Knight. Five, eight. Okay. How tall was Bomb Guy? How tall is, how oh tall is <laughs> Denny Duquette? Okay. All right. Stop. This is good though. This is good. Um, are you looking, are you looking at either of those? Real, real, Den, Denny's got to be six foot two. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is six foot two. God, you're good at this game. I am. I am. Good good at this game. Carmen, how tall is Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito is, uh, he's five foot two. He's four ten. Is he four ten? It's four ten. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Wow. I love that for him. Short king, tiny truly. titan. Truly, like actually the sh- the the kingest of the short kings. Yeah. <laughs> the shortest and the kingest. Man. All right. This was this was fun. This was All a right, fun remember game. Remember when we said we weren't going to be unhinged anymore? But we're not talking about <laughs> sexual. Like deviancy anymore. We just put, we just analyzed the height of like almost every <laughs> character in this show. Oh, how tall is Burke? <laughs> He's not on this show anymore. I'm not gonna look oh, it up. That's fair. Wait, wait, Callie. Okay. Last one, Callie in Arizona. Then we're What's done. What's your guess? My guess for Cal- Callie is uh five nine or five ten. <gasps> yes, five yeah. nine. You are so good at this game. And then Arizona, Arizona's also 5'7". Ooh, 5'5". Five, five. She was short. Okay. I was surprised by that. I will say. Wait, there was one more I was going to look up. Oh, Jackson. Jackson is six foot. Six one. Six one. Okay. Okay. So him, him, Sloan, and... Weber. 
Weber are the, are the tall are the tallest. The tall kings. So actually, I feel good. I would I would I would fit right in. The only one yeah. who I would have to slightly look up at would be uh, um, Jackson Jackson Pollen J- Jimmy Johns. What's his name? Denny's. What's Denny's name? <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> Jackson Je- Paul Jimmy Johns. Let's put that on a shirt. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, okay, okay, so here's the scene that I knew. Okay. Weber, Weber Weber's Adele. having trouble. Also, I was so sad last episode. I was so hoping that you would be like, where's Adele? <laughs> and you Where is it. Olivia? <laughs> she she was fired. We actually know now where Olivia is. Uh, she's at Mayo in Florida. <laughs> didn't realize there was another Mayo. I didn't either. Um so yes, Adele is there. Yes. And she Ugh. says, Bailey Weber hasn't slept in his bed in a week. Where is he? Why does no one know where the chief is? Bailey finds him, sends him to surgery. And Adele's like, are you having an affair with my husband? In front of Callie and Sloan, which is the best possible audience for this conversation. Because it's Oh, so, imagine this both of scene them. Yeah. is so funny. Like, Callie is like, oh no. And Mark is like, oh yes. I love the tea. Um... Like, Mark, you can see in his head, it's like, I'm so excited to tell this story to other people later. <laughs> like, which, honestly, same. I love a tea. And then um, later on at that lunch table scene when they're like, Mark, you're a terrible gossip. He's like, I'm an excellent gossip. That's the me. problem. He's an excellent <laughs> gossip. Me. Yeah. Um, so Callie jumps in and tries to defend Bailey. And she's like, their work husband and work wife, like me and Sloan. And she's like, no one's talking to you. And um, she's like, they just, you know, they're really close. They work together. They have each other's back, whatever. And um, Adele's That's like, when okay. she's like, and nothing's ever happened. And then Mark was like, well, there was that one time. <laughs> You're not helping. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love when Adele says, wife, 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 wife to work wife. Someone is sleeping with our husband. Impeccable writing. But yeah. yeah, she says Weber hasn't been in his bed in a week. He's like not talk calling, like he's distracted. She can't find him ever. And she's like, the last time this was happening, he was with Ellis Gray. So some shit's going down. Yeah. The thing I like about this scene in 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 particular is Adele's like, okay, I trust you. Yeah. And I get it. She asks her point blank and then she believes her, which is nice. Yeah. Typically when someone asks that, they're like, well, you're a liar. Because I've already decided that you are doing this. Yeah. So. It was it was a nice scene. Mark, so funny. Callie, also so funny. Chandra, her facial expressions also just steal the yeah. scene. Or they're like, neither neither of you motherfuckers yeah. are helping. <laughs> Shut up. So good. This woman is an Amazon warrior and she will kill me. <laughs> I'm a petite croissant. <laughs> although I'm, although Bailey for sure could fight. She, ba- Bailey. Oh, yeah. I, Bailey's scrappy. She's, she's got some killer in her. Oh, yeah. She could take so, a bitch down. Yeah. So, um, I know there's a couple scenes in between, but I'm, I want to I tell you the scene that I, I, I first thought Weber was drinking. Okay. And we're, we're going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to jump ahead and we're going to do a backtrack. Okay. When Bailey confronts Weber about fighting with Izzy and he's like, I'm going to throw a name out. And she said, I'm going to throw a a name out there and just tell me if you're having sex with this person. Izzy Stevens. And he just starts laughing. Yeah. And 
obviously there's there's other stuff going on um mm-hmm. and in in that that scene she's like hey this is she hits him with a you fucked up after that mm-hmm. whether it was Izzy Stevens or not you fucked up in that scene I was like I think he's I think this guy's drinking I think he's off the wagon mm-hmm. I don't know what about that scene but that scene specifically made me made me question that um Cause then she's like, you like, you may not be fucking someone here, but like, you got to get your head on a swivel. Mm-hmm. So that was the scene. So following the conversation with Adele, Bailey is like, everyone in this hospital is sleeping with Weber. <laughs> <laughs> so Lexi's like, Hey, where's the chief? And she's like, I'm not going to tell you where the chief is. And Reed's like, Hey, where's the chief? And can I scrub him with the chief? She's like, no, he's old enough to be your father. <laughs> like, so, oh, Irrelevant, but okay. So, and then, yeah, she sees him having the conversation with Izzy and she's like, must be sleeping with Izzy. Must be sleeping with Izzy. Fired her yeah. to have sex with her. Like, I don't even know. Um, so that's <laughs> so funny to me that yeah. she was like, everyone's having sex with Richard. Um, so well, then even, even before that, are we just about to talk about the scene where, he go you you say whatever you're gonna say i was gonna talk about the patient that he had operated on oh i was gonna say the one the other scene that i thought was very funny is when she's kind of like bumbling through asking him a question and he's like bailey are you hitting on me and she's like no no i'm not doing that for the record i was not hitting on you yeah oh gosh it's too funny yeah this is again it's funny until it's not yeah uh, yeah. I understand you're under a tremendous amount of pressure right now and that you haven't been able to spend time at home and that a man in your position has certain needs and that when a man as powerful and as attractive as you are, those needs might easily be met. And she's, he says, Dr. Bailey, and she says, yes, sir. Are you hitting on me? And she says, your wife just showed up here asking me if you and I were having an affair. And then he starts talking. She goes, no, I don't want to know anything about anything. What you do with your business is your business. And I was not hitting on you. <laughs> it's so funny. Although queen. the scene, the scene where she does kind of like give him coffee and like shove him off into surgery, she mm-hmm. does have kind of like an elbow touch that lingers. So if Adele does see that, it could be construed, and I I could I see where Adele was like, coming. Yeah, from. where Adele was coming from. But I also like knowing their relationship. Know that there's. It's just again. I mean, I think the term work husband and work wife is like so valid. Like I think that's just a real thing. Yeah, yeah. I have not had a work wife since Disney maybe. Yeah. It's been a long time. I haven't time. had a work husband since Disney, but I also haven't had a job since then. So oh. probably why. Yeah. Never too <laughs> so, late. Look at us. Just single, single work, work, single <laughs> work, single. Um, ow, God, so my knee hurts. Tell us about this patient. I need to go get chapstick real quick. Oh my god! My lips are dot. I, you know, I'm gonna wait to get down here so I can put it on, just so you can see how normal please, I put it on. Please, I am going to cut this video and put it on the internet because I need everyone to understand how weird Carmen looks when he puts on chapstick. But while we wait for him to get back, I'm gonna say. Um, so the chief has a patient that comes in an emer- emergency coli, um, and so they do the surgery, um, and. 
then he, this man is yellow. Like he's very yellow. Um, because the chief has made a mistake in the surgery. Um, Richard did nicked the surgery. his bile duct. Yep. Nick nicked the common bile duct. So Bailey took him to repair and Bailey, like, you know, she does a good job. She keeps it under wraps. She doesn't let anybody know what happened. We're going to pause. So Carmen can apply chapstick. <laughs> I just want to say that he went out of his way to do it not the way he normally does, but it's still a little bit entertaining to me. Now, I'm going to put on chapstick so that we can compare and also so that it's fair so that when I cut this video, there's a normal person putting on chapstick. You're not. Hold on. I'm not giving you this video. Why not? The people want it. (laughs) No one wants this. Oh, people want this. If you're on Patreon, go on the Discord and tell Carmen you want that video of him putting on chapstick. I can't, okay. I don't even know like how you put on, how I hold it like this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is insane. This is an insane way to hold. This is what he, this is how he normally does it. Like it doesn't look like there's, <laughs> yeah. I, this is, this is normal. He has giant man hands. <laughs> Cause not like giant man hands, but like you're a giant man. And this is a tiny little Burt's bees chapstick. Pomegranate. He does it, and I can't even see the chapstick, so it looks like he's just like (laughs) caressing my own lips, like doing cocaine or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we said we weren't going to be unhinged anymore. Uh, mm, Okay. All right. If that Uh, video is not online in like a week, everyone yell at Carmen. It's not going anywhere. I haven't even done my hair. I have to do it again in a day. Like, like I haven't had product in my hair for two days. No one would notice if you just didn't say anything. No, no, it's okay. too late. Anyways, Weber has made a, a grave error. Bailey keeps it under wraps. She takes the guy into surgery. She fixes it. She doesn't let Lexi or Reed tell him or tell anyone rather. And um, so that and she's like, you need to get it together, sir. Because like this is a big, this is bad news bears. So. And it's a, uh, from what I understand is it's a big mistake, but it's yeah. like you, you don't make it unless you're really just sloughing off. Yeah. But like, like you fucked also, up bad. But when you say like the term, like, oh, you nicked something that's like, I'm like, oh, I like slightly bumped into something, which like to me, that term is not bad. But I guess if you're in surgery, it is pretty bad. Cause like, if you nick something, then some people probably Someone die. dies. Yeah. Like, oh, I just, it's like, it's fine. I just nicked the aorta. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not good. Bad. Not good, pal. Yeah. Um, so. Um, yeah, that man is yellow, yellow. Yeah. What do they say? They say uh, lemon yellow and mustard yellow is the mm-hmm. way that Lexi and Reed describe. Yeah. This man. <laughs> we get it. He's yellow. Um, so then um, they take care of it. Like, again, Bailey make sure no one knows she she's like oh she calls him in she asks him about the affair and she's like okay well look what you've done so like something's going on so fucking lock it in you lock it up you lock it up put your Um, shit in the backpack get your shit together yeah literally um so 
I understand like watching it with the knowledge of what's going on with him. I'm like, yeah, I, I think you can kind of also with the backstory that we have, you know, with him, like knowing he was an alcoholic prior. I feel like if you are watching it with the analytical eye that we are, it's not, I guess, terribly surprising that you were able to guess it. But let me tell you, when this aired, it was like shocking. Like this was a like wild a, like a reveal. Like, again, especially after, like, a pretty light, funny episode. For it to, in the last, you know, two minutes, just take this turn out of nowhere that you do not see coming. And it's, like, a very, like, the implications behind it are heavy. Yeah. Um, so, I don't even know, man. Like, Well, they do this whole... So, I... I I think that there's multiple ways that you can read this here. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this ending montage mm-hmm. of, of basically scenes of Weber cut scenes of Weber over the last couple of, of uh, months. Mm-hmm. And he's at Joe's and, and Meredith sees him at the end, but he's at there at Joe's and, the implication is that, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. he's been drinking since the merger started, potentially, or since, because I think one of the first scenes, they have like this, this scene where he says, uh, um, it's when he's talking to Thatcher, and then the, there's the merger is starting. Is there one where he says, you've been, you've been drunk for a couple of days, I've been yeah, drunk for years. Yeah, that's when he's yelling at Derek. In the in the in the, the, in the forest. <clears throat> so I don't know how long he's been drinking, but the second he's at Joe's bar and he says club soda, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, it's not just club soda. And mm-hmm. then Joe is enabling him. Yeah. Leans over, gives him I don't know what what he puts in there, but he puts vodka or some some gin, kind of clear liquid assume. in gin. Gin or vodka, if I had to guess. So, I mean, Shonda likes to write her her vodka drinks into these shows. Wasn't that the drink of choice for both Olivia and Annalise was vodka? Mm-hmm. I think so. Tequila is this show and vodka was, was them. And wine is Olivia. Wine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Olivia liked wine, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, Melly liked uh, Moonshine. Oh, Moonshine, yeah. Hooch. Yeah. Hooch! Oh, for all you Scrubs fans out there, Hooch is crazy. Um, yeah, so that was sad. And then Meredith sees him, and he's just, like, absolutely mortified. Yeah. Just gets up and leave, which, like, I'm sorry, I would down that drink. Or, like, knock it off the bar. I'd be like, oh, no, drop my water, gotta go. Because <laughs> I'm like, you just left a full, like, she'd just go over there and sniff that and be like, oh, cool, he's drinking. No yeah. assumptions to be made when you can just get the facts. But, um, yeah, so on the blog post, it does say uh, he's been drinking for a long time. It doesn't say a specific timeline, but it says he's been drinking for a long time. So I'm going to say at least this entire season. That is a long time. Mm. You know, at least, which uh, would kind of make sense with, like, the loss of George and everything. But um, I don't know, man. Like, it's... The thing, the thing that's interesting is they haven't he either. I 
either he's been a highly functioning alcoholic for a long time mm-hmm. or we just are supposed to assume that the tolerance buildup happened quickly because I mean, we I never think see once him really looking you're a high functioning alcoholic you're a high functioning alcoholic i don't know if that goes away well your body your body's tolerance to it would have to get rebuilt back up i don't know i don't know we are not addicts so we i don't know that we can speak on that factually i know a lot Fair. of people who have struggled with it and have gone stints of sobriety and then just fall right back into it and there's really like it doesn't feel like that much has changed like the thing about being an alcoholic is they know how to hide it. Yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. That was sad. Crazy. That was heavy. It was heavy. It was sad. It was, a, it was, I mean, it was an incredibly well-written montage. Mm-hmm. I think the thing, the thing that I hate most about it is that Joe is like, give me your keys, dude. Yeah. You heading well, home? Let's not blame or to- Joe. It's not his fault. No, I'm, it's not Joe's and we, fault. Do we even know that Joe knows the history of al- alcoholism? That's fair. We Didn't know think that about Joe that. is Didn't think about that. being discreet. And we know that Joe is keeping him safe in that he's not letting him drive drunk, which is really the responsibility of a bartender. Yep. It's not a bartender's responsibility to, to be like, you can't drink because you yeah. have a problem. Were you previously or are you currently an alcoholic? Mm-hmm, no? Yeah. Okay. I trust yeah. you. So, yeah. You know, it's Man. just... Um, so, yeah, Meredith knows. So, um... She knows. Let's... She knows. Uh, uh, let's unpack what you think she's going to do with that information. I... I really don't know because Mm -hmm. she, she kind of made like an off, off the cuff comment where she's like, I just, Oh, uh, Izzy, she's talking to Alex and she goes, yeah, Izzy's all shiny and unbroken. And I just gave away the better part of my liver to be shiny and unbroken. Like, I think it's going to be tough if she's able to see someone like Weber who has been sober for years Mm -hmm. and she just gave half of her liver to her dad who was sober for 90 days. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think she's going to be pissed off and she, she should be. Do you think she'll tell anybody? I think she's going to, she's going to tell Derek. She's going to have to tell Derek. Do you think she tells him immediately? No. Or sits on it for a minute. I she she's going to I think I think she'll probably next episode, I don't even think that they're going to interact. They're going to she's going to avoid talking to Weber for the whole next episode. Mm-hmm. She'll see him, they'll make eye contact, he'll try to approach her and she's going to run. <laughs> All run. next episode. Yeah. Run. It's mm, yeah. She te- she either tells Weber first or she tells Bailey first. Okay. Wait. Or sorry, Derek, Derek Derek or Bailey. Okay. Derek or um, Bailey, not Weber. And do you think she talks to Weber about it? Or just oh no, you said he she runs away from him. They eventually will talk. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably gonna be some sort of hospital intervention. Okay. 
Um, okay. At least I hope there is. I hope there's a hospital intervention. That would be a great episode. <laughs> um, so then what, well, what, what is the chief's future look like then? Maybe he has to leave for some rehab or maybe he's able to go to rehab while or like uh, AA classes, not doing (laughs) surgery, but he's kind of putting himself on this synthetic administrative leave. Mm -hmm. But he goes from giving his files to Bailey to the bar. So it's not like he gave the files to Bailey or he went to the bar. Meredith saw him. Then he gave Bailey the files and then he's like, yeah. I'm stepping down. So he stepped down in the middle of it. Yeah, and then yeah, continued we didn't to drink. even talk about the fact that he's like, Oh, I'm going to step away from surgery. Like I just have a lot of other chief things with the merger and stuff going on. Yeah. Um, which like is kind of like, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you'd be like, Oh, that's weird. But like, he's right. He does have a lot of things going on, like, especially with the merger. So you're like, um, but yeah, it, it makes more sense when you find out that he's drinking as well, obviously. Yeah. So he probably because nothing as far as the world is concerned, nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. And now that he's not doing surgeries, no one else can get hurt. Well, that's not true. But Phys- physically. Well, I mean, there there are always accidents happen. Outside of hospitals, too. That's fair. But yeah, the driving. it is less and... likely. It is significantly less likely that um, that he would hurt somebody as um, Without a scalpel as hand. he could be hurting them in a surgical situation. But yeah. also, like, I mean, he already was in a car crash this, this season. That was part of the that was part of the flashbacks. You know, I would I would have to imagine that drinking started after that hmm. because in accidents like that, they do blood alcohol testing for both parties involved. I mean, not always. No, I don't think you would always get a, a blood alcohol test just for being in just for running a red light. They're like, Oh, you ran a red light, especially if it's like two PM and you're not acting drunk. Like, I think they have to have reason to think that you're drunk. That's fair. And just running a red light is not, not always enough of a reason. Yeah, that's fair. So they were probably like this guy's kind of old. Oh, Us. I got I got a bloody nose. Let's take a pause oh, for oh a regional God. sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be back after these messages. And we are back. <laughs> Carbon has a tissue shoved in his nose. Oh, classic. Yeah, yeah. It was it's all right. Wild. I like literally. I was like, "Oh man, I feel like I got snot coming down my nose," and I was like, "Oh no, not snot! <laughs> it's it's snot, snot." Nice. Okay. <sighs> Thank um, you. I so, need a smaller yeah. piece of Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Um. Okay, so should we talk about? Is he showing back up? Yeah. That's you want really, to see this? Like, Look at this. Oh it's my god, uh, you it's guys! That's like too much. I don't. I don't get these random nosebleeds that you that you people get. It is so dry. It's yeah, so when dry. Michael gets here, them all the time. Or when Michael gets a sinus infection. Yeah. And then when I'm they actually clear, getting over he knows a sinus when it infection. clears because it just pours blood out of his nose. And I'm like, okay, that's not normal, but whatever. 
That's that's literally what I had uh, the flu and a sinus infection. Yeah. So that's probably the what's happening. The flu for real this time, or did you diagnose yourself with the flu again? No, I went to Walgreens and I got a COVID slash flu test, mm. and it actually said negative for COVID, positive for flu. So flu A or B? Um, I think A. Bennett just had flu A as well. It was not as bad, but I it was really I think the ear infection that got to him more than the flu. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my results are here. What does it say? View results. I have them for 30 days. I can confirm right now. Don't allow my location. Date of birth. <laughs> I'm not going to tell that to you guys. So you don't steal my identity. He's a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. See results. Uh, sorry. Influenza B. Oh, that, I think that's so, the, I think that's potentially the worst strain. But I also oh. could be super wrong. I, I might not know it all. What I'm talking about. Yeah, negative negative for COVID, negative for influenza A, positive for, for influenza B. That sucks. Well, I'm sorry yep. that happened to you. It's okay. It's okay. So, um, and sorry for the nosebleed, everyone. That's that's gonna take some editing on my end later in the <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so okay. We have to talk about Izzy. Izzy. Yeah. She's back, just like I said um, she'd be back. You know what? I think, again, like last episode, you were like, I don't think she's coming back. Because they played it just long enough where you give up hope. So it's that much more shocking when she comes back. It's the same thing. Like, you you persist, you persist, and then when it doesn't happen when you think it should happen, you're like, it won't happen, and then the next episode is when it happens. Yeah. It's a common trend, and I, 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 find, I find humor in it. Yeah. Um, was the was the chat going wild, going, oh, my gosh, I can't wait till Carmen hears about Izzy coming back? Uh, no, I actually don't think it was. Oh. Um, so. But I did just show in between um, episodes, I showed Carmen the promo for this episode, which if you have not um, gone on YouTube and watched the promo for an episode of Grey's Anatomy that aired in 2009, no judgment, um, but. If you watched it at all live, you'll recall that at the end of it, they take the clip from the very beginning where Meredith says you're pregnant and they clip it in so that it looks like she's saying Izzy's pregnant, which it was the same thing with Rose telling Derek she was pregnant. Like they cut it to be wildly misleading. Yeah, um, can confirm the whole point. So, yeah, it was wild. It was she's giving back. It was giving throwback vibes to when Meredith has a dream that Derek is dead mm-hmm. yeah. or the scene where Rose goes, I'm pregnant. Yeah. That one that I just was talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did okay. you just say the Rose pregnant thing? Yes. In my defense, I was looking to try to wipe off some of the blood from my hand in that last <laughs> moment. So I'm the way so that sorry. Carmen's ears stop working when he's not looking directly at a human <laughs> <being>. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my fault. No, it's fine. Um, it's it was giving that time that Rose said I'm pregnant to Derek. <laughs> it really was though. Um, yeah the the previews are really kind of getting getting wild again. They were also shout out to Kelsey because you know I know we talked about this a little bit earlier about how I really take this very seriously about the spoilies. So does she. Anytime she needs to show me something, she really goes through leaps over you know leaps and bounds to make sure that she's not accidentally spoiling anything for me too so uh it's really try. just great a work we both we both are trying our hardest our little hearts yeah one one so badly for no spoilies 
Yes. So we have not gotten a scene in that basement hallway in a long time. I know. It was for Meredith's first day back, and she starts off at that intern hallway. Man. Good times. I miss it. only thing we were Men's. missing uh, was uh, the ghost of George to make it complete. Say George, we're, we're missing George. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The good times. I mean, little baby, little baby interns down yeah. there. And Izzy looks great. She does. We love the short hair. Yeah. She looked great at the Emmys. Uh, like I amazing. I bet she did. Um, I, and it's I also wanted... the first time that she's been in the to the Emmys in a long time. In like. I want to say they said like 10 years since she's been to the Emmys. Wow. Like just not yeah. invited. I'm sure she probably was invited because she's been doing a decent amount of acting, but I don't know. Maybe she wasn't invited. I don't know. I have been, uh, wanting to, f- to fill my Catherine Heigl void. So I was watching spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about a show that she's in suits. Mm hmm. She's in the last season of Suits, and I just I've been rewatching that episode that season. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So she's back. She brings Doctor Singer, who was her doctor in high school, and he is battling an unknown diagnose. Well, an unknown thing as far as Izzy's concerned, or a misdiagnosed issue as far as did Izzy's you see, concerned. Did you just see yeah, me do that? That was too much blood. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> I didn't. I thought I was hidden behind this pop filter enough so where you wouldn't much. see it. Sorry. I don't know. Are you okay? Do you like need to call? Oh no, ambulance? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, I'm a bat. I'm a, I'm a warrior. This blood, <laughs> warrior blood princess. Warrior princess. <laughs> um, so yeah, Izzy has snuck this man out of his nursing home or assisted living home, whatever it might be. Um, because she doesn't like the doctor in Shahalis's diagnosis of Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, she thinks that there's something else going on. And this is also is, where we find out that Izzy's just been with her mom this whole fucking time. Yeah, which is shitty because that's not that far away. Um, and so she like gets Meredith to to get singer in to see Derek because she's like convinced that there's something else going on and she wants Derek's opinion. So obviously Meredith does it. Um, but she's like, don't tell anyone I'm here. But then everyone obviously finds out because of drama. Um, but this one uh, in continuing with making Izzy the worst, which is the track that we're going on. They really keep it up. Like yeah. they stay on that on that path in this episode because what really pisses me off is when she sees Alex in the clinic and she has the audacity to glare at him as though he has done something wrong to her. Totally. Like it's fucked up and unfair in we, so many ways. And what a roller coaster that couple of minutes is because you see uh, Christina, Meredith, and Charles come up, and Christina and Christina's like, "You're back," and she's like, "What? You told this guy who got me fired?" And mm-hmm. Meredith's like, "I don't even know who this guy is. I <laughs> yeah. just got back." Yeah. Uh, and and then also she blames everyone but herself for getting fired. Like, totally. Izzy, come on, take a little responsibility. 
pisses things yeah. like that piss me off. Like, have some accountability, guys. That scene where we finally get her and Alex together, really, I'm like, they really are trying to just scorch Earth all around Katherine Heigl and Izzy yeah. Stevens' character in this show. Yeah. Honestly, I love that moment for Alex, though. Yeah. We'll get there. Let's finish talking yeah. about Dr. Singer. So Derek comes and he's like, okay, everything looks good, but we'll take some blood and we'll see what the tests say. They take blood. The tests come back normal. She bullies Charles into doing a spinal tap. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the spinal tap comes back normal. However, the, the buildup of fluid in his spine was causing the problem. So by doing the spinal tap, they figure out the issue. And, and Charles gets all the credit and he yeah, does not so correct annoying. anyone. Yeah, what a dumb turd. Um, and so they're like, oh, super easy surgery. We can do like 45 minutes, pop in a shunt, and like they won't be an issue anymore. Um, and poor Dr. Singer is like, oh, that's unfortunate because I am poor. So I cannot pay you for a surgery. And spent so, all of his money on his dead wife's medical bills. So sad. America's health system suck a booty. Yeah. Um, suck a da booty. Yeah. And then, so she immediately asked Derek if he'll do a pro bono. And he is like, yeah, if, as long as the chief signs off on it, I will absolutely do a pro bono, which is awesome. Like good moment for Derek. Um, especially considering how rogue he went for so long. He's like, yeah, yeah. we just, the chief really should be looped in. He just finally unfired yeah. me. Uh. (laughs) and so izzy then goes to the chief and he's like no i won't you you snuck a patient into this the clinic and she's like i also paid for the clinic's existence so maybe you can fuck right off which is fair that was kind of at this part what was that i am on izzy's side in this part honestly yeah i forget that uh uh it's Jeffrey Jeffrey Duquette. Jeffrey <laughs> Dean Morgan's clinic. ghost gives her the money. Yeah. Well, really the dad gives the money. And I forgot that she funded the clinic fully on a donation. Yeah. So yeah, Weber really he he owes her kind of a lot. And also maybe shouldn't have fired her in the first place, but Izzy did do a lot of stupid shit. Yeah. Uh also don't donate that kind of money to a place that you actually work at. It gets messy. Yeah. Uh, then Feels. she's like, I can go to the board. I'll go to the press. I will mm-hmm. burn this place to the ground. If you don't do this pro bono surgery. Yep. Also, she's like, Oh, this, the hospital has a pro bono budget. And he's like, you don't work here anymore. So you don't get to talk to me. And she's like, because you fucking fired me while I have cancer. <laughs> like this, this room is just lawsuits waiting to happen. Yeah. So, um, obviously she bullies the chief into it. And so he gets the surgery and everything goes fine in the surgery. Everything's great. Um, but while she's in the surgery, Meredith, or while he's in the surgery, Meredith sneaks her into the gallery so she can watch. So she tells Alex that's where she is. And, um, so he goes in there to talk to her and it does not go great. This is where, she tells him that he got her fired again, someone else getting her fired. Nothing that she did first is Charles. Now it's Alex. Um, and she's like, I can't like, I've forgiven you for so much. And I'm like, I mean, what have you forgiven him for? 
Right. Like uh, other than Olivia, which was a million years ago. And also, I think I remember them being like broken up or like not together for that. They weren't even exclusive, no, they right? Weren't. They weren't. That's she kept saying he was cheating on her, but I don't. He wasn't. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just like, damn, Izzy, like, get it together. Do you have the the yeah. dialogue for this? Yeah, let me get it up here. I think it all starts, if I remember correctly, and you'll obviously know, be able to tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I think it starts with this, so are you back? And that's kind of where it all blows up. Yeah. He goes in, sits down, and he says, so are you back? And Izzy says, oh, did you want me to come back? Because you told the chief you had serious doubts about my abilities to be here. And he says, what? What?" She goes, you told, you went behind my back and told the chief I wasn't ready and she, he goes, he was making cuts. I was protecting you. And she says, you got me fired, Alex. Is that what you think? And she says, this job was the one thing I had left. The one thing. And you took that away from me. You interfered and you got me fired. I have forgiven you for a lot, Alex. I have had to forgive you for a lot, but I cannot forgive you for this. Again, what did she forgive him for? Would love a list. A lot. She's like, a lot. You're so awful. And I'm so big to be, it's like so forgiving. Like, I hate this version of her um and he says you made an assumption you decided i did something you didn't ask you didn't hang around to talk i am your husband and you didn't give me the benefit of the doubt so you know what i can't forgive you either and that is amazing good on him fucking stand up for yourself because i am so sick of this woman talking to him like this yeah it was uh it just sucks, especially because as a, as someone who is married, you are constantly giving your partner the mer- the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. And you're not always right. I'd say most of the times, honestly, you probably are right if you give them the benefit of the doubt. Typically, if you think the positive, you assume that positive intent, you should be good. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it sucks. And I imagine she's leaving again is what I'm gathering from this. Maybe she, I mean, I, I assume that she's just leaving again. That's my, my prediction is next episode. She's just gone. She's just gone again. Um, do so there's like a, a lot of times when people say, Oh, this character did X, Y, and Z. And it's so out of character. A lot of times people will respond with, well, it's not out of character if the character did it. But that conversation aside, do you feel like this moment is in character for Izzy at this point in time? Uh, The only thing that I could think of if it wasn't was that maybe her tumor, like a tumor is back and it's really sitting on her some the place in the brain that affects your ability to make like rash, rational decisions. Mm hmm. But they said that she's been making all of her IL-2 treatments. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that the cancer isn't growing or spreading or coming back. In so you're saying you do feel like it's out of character. Like it's something that I would, do. she would be acting like because of the... Okay. I do feel yeah. like it's out of character because she wasn't nice to anyone in this episode. Yeah. She really wasn't nice to anyone. Yeah. And these are her people. And Christina, even at one point, was like, I saved your life. Like yeah. nothing for me. Yeah. Uh, But even to Meredith, she only was nice to Meredith because she wanted 
wanted to, to get, get this. With Derek. Yeah. And then everything with Percy, everything with Derek, everything with the chief, like she was just steamroll after steamroll after mm-hmm. steamroll. So it didn't feel like it really was Izzy, but that was when I made the note. They really want us to not like Catherine Heigl's character anymore mm-hmm. because yeah. they're just going complete 180 away from yeah. what Izzy Stevens is. The only, sorry, the only thing, other thing I can think is at this point, she feels like she has nothing to lose. Like her job is not on the line because she's already lost it. So she can walk into the right. chief's office and th- threaten him. Her marriage isn't on the line because she already left Alex. <laughs> So she can say shitty things to him. That's like the only thing I can think. But even still, like I don't like Izzy, but I do still feel like this is a bit out of character. Just like the inability to even like talk to other people and just immediate threats to everybody. But yeah. But, you know, she's been back in she's been back in her uh, trailer park roots for a long time Mm -hmm. now, you know, so maybe it's bringing out the, the worst of her. Maybe. So, yeah, we get a little bit, you know, referencing back to when she had a kid in high school and she's pregnant in high school and she gave the baby away, as we learned in season two or three, I think. Um, I actually forgot about that for a minute. I was like, uh, what? Oh, yeah, there's a kid. <laughs> yeah. Got rid of her. Um, yeah. Which obviously we get the moment of like, oh, my God, you're pregnant. He's, she's like, no, he thinks I'm 15, 16, however old. And. And then he's like, you walk right in there and show those cheerleaders that you've got nothing to be ashamed of. They're bitches. Um, oh, and she threatens to tell Reed that Charles loves her if he doesn't do what she wants. It's just like just very different. Scorched behavior. earth policy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so is there anything else? on the Izzy and Alex front or just in general. Cause I think we touched on all the main plot points. The only other thing that I could think of, uh, on top of the Izzy storyline is when they are at the bar, when Meredith and Alex are at the bar at the end mm. and she tells Alex, I think she'll be back. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of says nothing. And she's like, you want to keep drinking? And he's like, yep, mm-hmm. sure do. Um, so he does, he do, she does have that moment where she she kind of is the mastermind to getting them together, which I think is sweet. And that's that's the scene where she goes, I lost a better part of my liver trying to solve everything. So you need to go talk to her. Um, oh, yeah. When she's like, just he when he says, just explain her to me, like, how could she do this? And she's like, Meredith's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. I gave my liver to my dad to try to get answers and I still don't fucking know. So I think that's it. That's all I got. Okay. I don't think there's any other notes that I'm missing. Is there any other notes that you have that you're trying to miss? That you that, not you're trying to miss. You're trying to not I'm, miss. I'm trying to miss this whole episode. Trying to miss these no, notes. Um, no, I think we covered it all. Um, so let's rate it, and then we'll see about predictions. All right. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first. I'm going to give this episode a 4.4. 4. Mm, okay. I was thinking 4.2. I like I like this episode because we're getting a new cardio attending finally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this person had an arc inside this episode alone yeah good writing to introduce us to teddy uh love love uh it's a big i don't love the reveal but i love that there's a big reveal in this episode mm-hmm. it is that weber's weber's drinking again we get the return of izzy which is obviously very dramatic mm-hmm. we get some good comedic scenes with mark and callie 
and not a ton with Lexi or Reed. Um, a good episode of kind. I mean, in, uh, an arc also for Christine in this episode, and then it's uh, Meredith's first day back. So, oh. That's right. There was that scene with Derek and Meredith and she's like, I wish there was five perfect seconds again where everyone was happy and he gives her like oh, five yeah, kisses and nice. it was cute. That's a cute moment. He, you know, good guy, Derek. Um, but yeah, 4.4. What, why, why 4.2 for you? Um, I think it's like, it's setting things up. Great. You know, big reveal, really funny moments, but um, just like the, the Izzy thing is just like so bizarre to me. Again, I don't even like Izzy that much, but I was like, this is, really out of character and i again i know there's a debate of like oh if it's if a character does it then it's not out of character but it's out of character as far as i'm concerned and I, again i don't even like her and i still feel like it doesn't make the most sense like i her reason for coming back makes a lot of sense to me um like i think that it it does make sense that she would bring this man back to try and get him help that she, cause she really believes he's been misdiagnosed and, and he is important to her. Like that makes sense. What she does once she's there, it bothers me and also doesn't make sense to me. Um, because you know, at the beginning of this season, she's like begging Alex to talk to her. And now she's just like, wants nothing to do with him. Um, patient wise, I feel like this episode was like, just kind of all over the place. Like we weren't really getting a lot of information on patients. We were just like seeing that there were a lot of patients other than Dr. Singer. Um, and so, yeah, I just was like, it's a 4.2. Like it's a good episode mainly for the reveal and like the funny moments, but it wasn't like, you know, Oh my God, amazing. But it also wasn't bad. It was a, it was above average for sure. And I love the introduction of Teddy. You know, we get love to get some new blood in there. Yeah. I actually forgot. You bring up a really good point just now of, since George died, like Alex completely shut himself off. Izzy mm-hmm. was like, just fucking talk to me. And yeah. also, can you just bang me? Like, mm-hmm. and then we go from that to I'm leaving you. We're not talking anymore. We're done. Yeah. It's a quick, quick progression. I feel like there's some steps and some years that should have taken place in that to naturally occur. But yeah, uh, I think I was, making predictions along as I go, but were there any other predictions you needed me to make or anything else? Um, yeah, just go ahead and say something for Derek and Meredith. I mean, they're, they seem, um, they're still good they're, for now. They're, they're just still fine. good for now. Yeah. They're just still um, fine. Also something for Alex and Izzy. Like you said, you think Izzy is gone next episode, but then what? I, man, I just really don't know. I'm very confused by this storyline. Mm-hmm. You know what? I take it back. I think she is going to be back next episode. Okay. They need, they need to give her a full write out, but Alex needs closure and they need to get a divorce. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, legally, they do need to get a divorce. I would agree with that. Or or it truly is something where the cancer is back and it's spread and the IL-2 is no longer working and she has a tumor on her brain and she's acting irrationally and that's what kills her and she dies. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going with that one. I'm going okay, with that. Okay, so you, you do think they'll kill her off? They'll kill her off. Okay. Because um, I think at, if I'm trying to be smarter than Shonda, 
they are wanting us to not like Izzy, give the reveal, fall in love with Izzy again, and then kill her so everyone is sad. That feels like a good dramatic arc that they could do. That's my guess. It does feel dramatic. I agree. Um, okay, I don't know if I have any more. Weber Weber is going to have to make some sort of confession sometime mm-hmm. here soon. He'll confess to Bailey. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think he confesses or Meredith for like tells people or Meredith tells him to tell people like forces his hand or he just does it on his own or she keeps the secret or I, I think I think she may tell Derek first and Derek says nothing or gives him the opportunity to tell the people that he needs to to get help. But I think he, I think he has, I don't know. I think, I think he tells Bailey and Adele. I don't think they find out on accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Callie in Arizona. Oh, I just love them. Just love them. Mm, Mike and Lexi. Also love them. They're just, both those couples are just banging. <laughs> yeah. Doing the things they do. Um, okay, well, I think that's probably it. Do you want to say anything for the Mercy West people or just? I, just I need there. to see more. I need to yeah. see more. I, I will say that I, I think I originally had ranked Jackson, then Reed, then Charles. I don't think that mm-hmm. has changed. I, yeah. I like Jackson's character. He seems, you know, the fact that he's had a boner for seven days straight <laughs> is impressive. Uh, Reed has been very nice about the izzy thing they they have not talked since izzy has been back this episode so that was mm-hmm. kind of interesting with the writing especially from last week so because they're also making it sound like she likes him yeah so they'll have to confront that at some point agreed so yeah that's all i got okay charles can just fuck it fuck it yeah. off suck suck it off fuck suck. Yeah, he was nice last episode he and then this episode he was like oh, i suck again yeah <laughs> Like, yeah, he didn't get Izzy fired, but he's still being a dick. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I think that's it then. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate it so much. Carmen, did you want to share that number again for the Addicts Hotline? Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can find it again. Do you still have it up? Okay. I I can. I can probably try to find it here. Hold on. Um, We just, like, I know we make a lot of jokes, and we have many episodes where we are goobing around and having some drinks, but we do have full support for our sober friends and um, anyone battling any kind of addiction. We are, um, inboxes are always open, be it on the Instagram or on the Gmail. Like, feel free to reach out. We're there to be a listening ear, and then hopefully help in any way we can um obviously we're not professionals in any way but we 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 do think that we're good friends yeah i Um, i don't know i don't remember what number i had read earlier but this one is from nationalrehabhotline.org uh and it is the uh alcohol addiction hotline toll free 866-210-1303 and that's if you or a loved one is struggling with alcohol addiction so yeah but again if you want to talk through anything our inboxes are always open and we, we will listen. Um, if all you want is someone to listen, we will offer support in any way we can. If you feel like you need support or help finding resources, we're happy to 
to help. We, we pride ourselves on like doing this podcast, but we also are very thrilled with the community that we've been able to build. And it's awesome to hear from you guys and talk, talk about things with you guys. And we love hearing about your lives and, and learning about you. And we'd love to be able to, to give back in any way we can. And even if that's just like being someone, someone that you need, we would love to do that. We're happy to do that for you guys. Um, so yeah, feel free to reach out. You can find us on Instagram at carmen.gabriel.official at chaotically Kelsey at Grey's Academy pod. Our email is Grey's Academy pod at gmail.com. Um, and you can find our Patreon, uh, in the link tree in our Instagram bio. It's also patreon.com slash Grey's Academy. And we, um, are just so grateful for you guys. Make sure you're still, um, sharing with people. We're, we're getting new people finding us all the time. It's amazing. If you like, if we, if I post something on Instagram and you can share it, that's another great way to get people to find us. Um, we're just super, super grateful that, um, our listenership is growing every day and, uh, we're thrilled to have, have everyone. So, um, if you see Carmen walking down the street, just remember I'm here to talk, but I'm not here to get the show spoiled. No spoilies. We appreciate you all and we'll see you all in the next one.